a very hairy proposition. Quarantine, no quarantine. The whole world is cursing you, but I am secretly delighted. I have found a ready excuse for what ails the world today. Getting a little too fluffy? Blame it on the quarantine. Getting a little too frumpy? One word, quarantine. Getting a little too grumpy? Blame it on, you guessed it, this quarantine. Ah, the hermit in me rejoices as I lobby every question and accusation with my catchword du jour, quarantine. Meanwhile, I'm hibernating, most likely stagnating, and possibly even germinating in the cocoon that is my abode. What can I say? I am an anabashed homebody. I enjoy my own company. I exchange pleasantries, throw verbal barbs, parry quips, and have a spirited discussion with myself. In the olden days, people who behaved like me would have been locked up. Now, with the advent of AirPods, more people are walking around seemingly just talking to themselves. So I blend right in. While quarantine does have its perks, it also has its pitfalls. Shunning public places like malls and beauty salons, my hubby and I have grown talents in place of nails. And gray is now most definitely the new black with our hair. I have no doubt we look like a pair of cousin it, narrowly missing collision with each other, each time due to poor visibility. Whatever we save from beauty salon trips and tips goes right back into hair products and combs to tame our unruly mane. So far, the mane has remained untamed. So my husband resorts to drastic measures. He begs me to shave off his head. This, despite knowing three truths. One, I have zero experience with shaving a man's head. Two, my bangs throughout time have been a sorry testimony to my non-existent hair-cutting skills. And three, my hair, understandably, has a restraining order against me. My husband, number one, is brave and foolhardy. Number two, is just plain desperate. Or number three, doesn't care if his head will look like a 3D Google map of the earth. His blind love for me has also dulled his objectivity and sharpened his perception of what he believes are my superpowers and invincibility. I deny any blame. I have repeatedly failed in various attempts, but his faith in me remains steadfast. It is a cult of which he is the sole member. So I get right down to business. I put on my most professional, I am shaving my husband's head, look. I glance at the mirror and I'm startled to see a terrified, I don't know what I'm doing, look. My husband is seated in the chair with a look of absolute calm and confidence in his would-be barber. I envy him. I give myself a pep talk. Shaving someone's head is like, mowing the lawn of a mini-earth. If Brittany can do it, so can I. Never mind if I've never done it before. Never mind if I've never even attempted to cut my own kid's hair. Never mind if the reason my kids never allow me to touch their hair is because they've seen the damage I can do to my own bangs. 
of so many never minds that I almost lost my nerve and was going to scream, never mind. Reason prevails. It's just hair. It will grow back. If you botch it beyond salvation, you can get him a wig or hide him in the cellar for a year until it grows back. If push comes to shave, I mean shove, you can use the defense of inter-spousal immunity. Yes, it exists. I've looked it up. So my spouse and I reach an agreement for an equitable distribution of blame. He puts on the blade, the guard, and everything else needed. I merely turn on the power button and shave away. I look at his head and I'm hit with a perplexing problem. Where do I start? Do I start from the center and work my way in concentric circles from there outwards? Do I start from the top, the bottom, or the sides? Should I be ambitious and do crop circles and gain worldwide notoriety at my first attempt? I play eeny, meeny, miny, mo. The back-to-sides, then front maneuver wins. The fate of his hair has been decided. I perform the first cut with a surgical precision of a surgeon with a scalpel. Well, that was the plan. My husband's thick, unruly, and stubborn hair mount an unexpected resistance and try to foil my plan. I continue my attempt with renewed vigor, only to discover that the clipper is not a taser. I choose another tactic, go against the grain of the hair. I read that somewhere. I don't know what it means, because I don't see any grains of hair. But I push forward with my weapon of choice, blade number one, success. A thick clump of hair falls. The resistance is over. I proceed with the shaving. It is just as I envision it to be, mowing the lawn. It is surprisingly easy. I grow bored. I want to be creative, do Zs on the side of the head, or make some stripes. Then the god of hair intervenes. The battery of the clipper goes dead. Can't find the charger. It is a sign from above. I tell my husband that maybe we should go to a professional. No, he says. I know where I can borrow a clipper. His faith in me is unwavering. His unfinished cut looks like a botched attempt at an angry bird haircut. I wisely steer him away from mirrors. There is a high possibility he will become an angry bird if he sees his reflection. The loner clipper arrives and the operation proceeds without further interruption. I feel like a world-class hair professional. I'm ready to take on clients. Paying preferred. If not, volunteers. If not, any animal will do. Our Belgians eye me wearingly. I will spare them. Their coat is too short and their teeth sharp. I look for poodles. None around. It will be months and months before my husband's hair will grow back. Sigh. I want to cut hair. Then I saw myself in the mirror. Against my kid's repeated advice, I had mutilated my bangs recently, so I can't touch those. Then the sight of my husband happily walking around in his buzz gut gives me an idea. I should be the Nancy to his sluggo. I have always cut my bangs with various disastrous results, but I have always left my entire hair alone. Now, with a recent success with my husband's hair, I became ambitious. 
even thinking of embarking on a new profession. I turned to the Encyclopedia of Knowledge, YouTube. There are various how-to videos on cutting your own hair. Yes, I choose the shaggy hair. I've always wanted shaggy hair. Rod Stewart kind of shaggy hair. Woohoo! Now I don't even have to go to a salon. Sadly, the reality of my hair cutting attempt does not meet expectations. My smugness at not needing to ever go to beauty salons was short-lived. My kids wisely refrained from making any comments. My husband says, lovely, but he hasn't been objective for the longest time now. My mother-in-law says, nice, but she's a rare breed, always kind and gracious to her daughter-in-law. I have decided to desist from posting before and after pics to spare my family further humiliation. Suffice it to say that all dreams of being a hairdresser have been shelved permanently. If the urge to cut hair seizes me again, I will send and resend those after pics to myself to instill the fear of God in me, or at least knock some sense into my head, whichever comes first. Hope that's enough to keep those scissors away from my hair, for good, keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs>